0: Welcome, you've landed on the Daily Objective from the Ayn Rand Center UK. We're delighted you're with us from wherever you are around the world. We're located in the UK, but we are a community of students of objectivism from all over the world, all learning about objectivism, learning about Ms. Rand, learning from experts like experts like James Valiant and Don Watkins and Harry Binswanger and so many others. And we're only able to bring this program to you Monday through Friday every day because of your support. Certainly, no governmental support, only the support of traders such as you giving value for value. If you get something out of these podcasts and you know we're available on YouTube, we're available on all the podcasting apps. um, We're there for you, not only with a daily show, but of course, a library of over 900 shows in total, covering everything from epistemology to aesthetics to politics uh, and the like. So, thank you for being part of our philosophy posse. Like the show, tell a friend, and really more than anything, hit us up in the super chat, five pounds, 20 pounds, 50 pounds. Um, it goes a long way in terms of keeping this programming on the air. We always have something fun for you, interesting for you, and today is no exception. We're actually gonna do a little bit of a follow-up into a, a philosophical follow-up, I should say, into someone in the news. Uh, I don't, some, many of you follow very closely. And I should of course preface this saying that this is my own interpretation. This is not Ms. Rand's objectivism. That's what we do, we uh, learn about objectivism and we try to apply it to uh, the issues of the day. So let's start with uh, the follow-up. This is going back to December of 2022. So basically what, seven months now, we did a program called Why Elon Needs Philosophy. And the follow-up today is just how much he really, really needs it. Back then we quoted Miss Rand from the Playboy interview. What does it mean, writes Ms. Rand, to act on a whim? It means that the man acts like a zombie without any knowledge of what he deals with, what he wants to accomplish, or what motivates him. It means that the man acts in a state of temporary insanity. Is this what you call juicy or colorful? I think the only juice that can come out of such a situation is blood. Now, pretty uh, harsh words, but you know, it maybe isn't physical blood that has come out of Elon Musk, but take a look at the Twitter traffic uh, over the last number of months since March, it's down pretty dramatically. Um, Basically, everything Elon has seemed to have tried uh, has failed, has stalled. It's hard to say that he hasn't acted tremendously erratically. Back then, we observed that he was seemingly impulsive, he was distracted, and he was influenced by the mob. Again, this is a slide from December of 2022. And just look at some recent Headlines of Elon's, and it seems like that's maybe not still just the uh, still the case, but in fact, it's probably even gotten worse. This is from a couple of days ago in the in the Daily Mail. Laughing, Elon Musk compares George Soros to Jewish supervillain Magento in bizarre interview. Headlines like that. Headlines like hosting a two a.m. live stream from the bathroom, uh, or telling an ex NASA astronaut that. SpaceX could cause World War III, so erratic behavior, seemingly bizarre behavior, whim-based behavior, and you know it's no doubt probably what's irking Elon Musk. This was the headline. In fact, we talked about it uh, a little earlier this week on on uh, here on the the Daily Objective is Threads. Threads is Meta's, that is the former Facebook's answer to Twitter, and it's not surprising, in my opinion, given Elon's completely erratic and in effect, ineffectual management style, other people are chomping at his bit. I mean, Elon, it seems to me, thought he had some kind of this embedded moat, but in a free market, there are no monopolies. And certainly in something like uh, technology, where it seems every decade, every 12, 15 years, there's a new uh, top of the pack, new heap of the pack. So what's been interesting is not that there's competition, there's always competition, but what has been Elon Musk's response? And this is why I think, as we said eight, seven months ago, Elon needs philosophy. I feel like the former former Elon was sleeping at the office. I mean, this is what he kind of came became famous for, especially during the Tesla days. When they were on schedule, when they were on deadline, he would sleep at the office and encourage other employees to do just the same, uh, to get it done. And of course, Tesla is where Elon built his wealth, became the world's richest man. What is today's Elon doing with the issues at Twitter? Well, he's posting, he's posting Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, he, this is from the New York Post. Elon Musk snipes Zuck is a cuck about MetaBoss Zuckerberg. So cuck, I didn't actually even know this. It's a basically a derogatory word. Uh, like a like a sexual insult towards another man. I thought this can't be true, but no, 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 no. it's true. I mean, this is what now, what Elon Musk is focusing his time on. Uh, literally sh- the world's richest man shit posting, not meeting with engineers. And Stuart Hayashi, who many of you might know, Stuart is a, a, a well-known objectivist, lives in Hawaii. He posted something actually to threads that I thought was uh, just on the money. Uh, Stuart wrote, I've always heard that Elon Musk was such a brilliant and accomplished inventor. If today was the first time I saw his Twitter account, I would have thought it was a 13-year-old boy pretending to be Elon Musk. And Stuart is exactly right. And in fact, it has gone seemingly from bizarre and bad to to really worse and disappointing uh, in Elon Musk. This is just from what two days ago now, Elon Musk challenges Mark Zuckerberg to a dick measuring contest. Again, had to see, is this fake news, or is this the real thing? no, this is this is the real thing, uh, and you see it right there. again, going back to Ms Rand, who's going to succeed in this situation? Who's going to succeed? Is it luck? Is it that colorful juice that she talked about? Uh, Ms Rand wrote that the free market is ruled by those who are able to see and plan long range. The better the mind, the longer the range. And how is how is Mark Zuckerberg? been planning long-range for this Twitter uh, acquisition. Well, you might remember that even the bid itself was kind of a joke. There was a 420, a pot joke uh, built into his bid for the company, which he then himself admitted to have overpaid. So has he been thinking long-range about this or has he been acting on whim? I think that the answer is pretty obvious. In fact, look at some of the activities that Mark Zuckerberg's been involved with. I mean. It's been described as chaos. You know, he's put in rules and taken rules away. Uh, TweetDeck, which is a popular application is described, as a, is described as falling apart now after they've instituted new rules on limiting rates. So just complete, seemingly whim-based management. So it's no surprise that others are nipping at his heels and, and threads has become the, one of the most top loaded uh, apps, downloaded apps in history. Um, you have to think, you can't just be colorful and have a quick comeback and you know get a lot of likes and, and social adoration. Mr. N writes that thinking is not an automatic function. In any hour, and issue of his life, man is free to think or to evade that effort. Thinking requires a state of full focused awareness. The act of act of focusing one's consciousness is volitional. So is Musk seemingly focused on his work? Focused on this? Well. Is he even doing the thinking? This is something we highlighted from a number of months ago. Going forward, wrote Musk, there will be a vote on major policy changes. My apology won't happen again. So this was his proposal years, uh, months ago now, to vote on policy changes at Twitter. And Stephen shub also a well-known objectivism uh, objectivist, had a great comeback. He said, can you imagine Dagny Taggart taking a poll on how to run Taggart transcontinental. Kind of I thought that was just right on the money. So Elon seemingly has become a whim worshipper in terms of his management style, at least at Twitter. And this notion of you know surveying the public as to what they want. I mean, Jerome Brook has always talked about how you know the public didn't ask for an iPhone. Steve Jobs had a vision and he brought them something that that they didn't even know that they wanted. And where is that visionary leadership from Elon Musk? He seems devoid of philosophy really devoid of reason in recent months. And uh, the net result has been, again, maybe not blood in the streets, but blood in the sheets, the financial balance sheets at least. Look at what Ms. Rand described as the socially objective value. And this is a the book we're recommending today, Capitalism, The Unknown Ideal by Ms. Rand, probably my second favorite book after my own uh, edited book of Ms. Rand's work. Um, What is the socially objective value of these companies, given the leadership style in recent months? Well, Twitter is now worth a third of what Elon Musk paid for it. Just a number of months, what is it, a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Twitter has gone down by what, 60 some percent. Meta, formerly Facebook, just today in a new 52 week high, it's up 137% year to date. Meta seemingly has the socially objective value momentum in terms of what's working and what's not. Gail, thank you for the support. Adherent of Lady Columbia says, Gen X and leadership is gonna be weird. It's already weird. Um, now, Elon has kind of uh, clapped back seemingly. This was posted just earlier today. He posted, you are free to be your true self here. Well, that, that's great, that might be the case, but I might recommend to become your true self to become a better thinker, to have the philosophy that Elon Musk does not, read Ayn Rand and start, if you haven't, with Capitalism, the Unknown Ideal. This is a great place to start. These are issues that are probably familiar with you inflation, stuff that's kind of ripped from today's headlines, and relatively short essays. I mean, you can get through these essays in, you know, half an hour, 25 minutes. So this is completely achievable and should be on your reading list. Which should also be on your list is the Ayn Rand Center UK. We're here Monday through Friday, bringing you information, bringing you insight, bringing you connections and great authors and great speakers. People like Christina Laporte, uh, 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 James Valiant, so many others, Harry Binswanger, Dr. Peekoff has been on this this, uh, uh, channel many times. So keep us not only tuned to your YouTube browser, but keep us in your mind when you're coming to support the institutions that you enjoy. For example, coming up at seven o'clock tonight, that's seven o'clock UK, it's the Fountainhead Book Club with special guest Shoshana Milgram, but that's for ARC UK members only. It will also be live streamed for YouTube members. And I have to say, I consider Shoshana Milgram, who I'm privileged enough to know as a friend, to be basically the world expert on Ayn Rand. Shoshana is a professor, she is a unbelievable historian in Ayn Rand. I mean, Shoshana honestly can tell you what Ayn Rand had for, di- for dinner in 1968 at you know at the, the, the deli down in the corner. So um, please avail yourself to these great minds and uh, become a, a YouTube member at the very least. I think it's like 10 pounds a month. It's nothing and it makes so much uh, difference in terms of us keeping on the air for you day after day after year. So YouTube membership, Ayn Rand Center UK membership, you get access to all that special VIP access. And you know, if you're reading Ayn Rand for the first time or you've, or, or if you're an you know, old time expert, you've read Ayn Rand many times, it's so much fun to read it with someone like James Valiant who can help illuminate things, explain things. There's no dumb questions here. We're all students of objectivism. So don't move. Keep it tuned right here. Shoshana Milgram is coming up at 7 p.m. UK, but you've got to be a YouTube member. So take this opportunity to become a YouTube member. Click the link in the uh, in the uh, chat to find out. Robert Naser, who's a, a YouTube member and host himself. He says Shoshana is the best. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, she is the most knowledgeable. So if you want to learn about objectivism, don't just read a tweet and say, oh, well, I, I know everything about Ayn Rand. Avail yourselves to the experts that we're bringing to you every day. And thank you for supporting what we do at the Imran Center UK. It's Jonathan Honig from Capitalist Pig. Keep it tuned to the, uh, the channel here. And, we'll, and thank you, Marylene, for a, a, a going a, a final uh, contribution. Marylene and so many others are part of our philosophy posse, and you keep us on the air. Thanks again, and thanks to you. Best promises. Be well.